0: MLM Nation Episode Four Hundred and Ninety Five.
1: I think the same goes for Facebook and Instagram. You really need to create community; like that's what it's all about.
0: Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders by leaders for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over eighty thousand and is now a full-time
1: business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan.
0: ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm super fried up to bring a Gen Y superstar on the show, especially I remember meeting her last year at a big event and she came up to me and said, hey, I'm a fan of your show and I've got on my dream board that I will be the youngest person to hit this 100 club and I'm going to be on ML Nation. Just watch. And I'm like, okay. You know, a lot of people say that. And a couple of months later, she's a rock star. She's on here. So ML Nation, we are Shani Thompson. What's going on, Shani? Are you ready to make it happen? I'm so ready to make it happen. <laughs> so Shani Thompson, if you've never heard of her, is a network marketing leader who helps Gen Y millennials how to create their dream business online, leveraging off the power of social media. She reached her company's top position in just 15 months and recently reached her company's elite leadership, the 100 Club, in under three years. And that's what I was talking about. Shani, hit the 100 Club and we have you on ML Nation. And she became the youngest franchisee in the Southern Hemisphere to ever reach that position they um, also had one of the top recruiting teams in the whole of Australia and New Zealand in the last 12 months. Prior to network marketing, Shani was a registered nurse, and then she retired from her career at 28 years old and recently married her sweetheart, Bali. So right now, she's in France, so on this not you know one-week honeymoon, a 12-month honeymoon around the world, traveling and building the global, global empire online and living the lifestyle. So Shandy, thanks for your inspiration. Uh, thank you for being part of Listener, and now you're on the show. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. This has been on my vision board for so long, like years. So I'm wrapped to be here.
0: <laughs> so, why did you share about? How did you go from nursing to uh, network marketing?
1: Well, when I was nursing, I remember I was pretty. I was pretty unhappy there. I mean, I loved. I loved it. I loved helping people, but I was just living paycheck to paycheck, and I wasn't saving. And I have a massive massive passion for traveling and I just couldn't travel. I mean, I was given 4 weeks a year to to travel and that wasn't enough for me and um I felt like I was just working all year to save as much as I could to do the things that I loved. And I remember at the time that I met my now really good friend and mentor. I was just looking for something else. I I didn't even think about this industry at the time. I actually Didn't know much about it. I knew some people that had done it and not done successfully what they wanted to achieve. So I just thought, you know, every, you know, multi level marketing or network marketing is just for people who are really lucky. So I met my friend and we met at this random money mindset seminar on the Gold Coast in Australia. And yeah, we hit it off. To be honest, when I first came across the opportunity of my company, I I said no. I said no for a really long time. You know, I was afraid. A lot of fear came up. I didn't think I could do it. But about six months later, I came around and I said, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I think I'd had enough of nursing, like being on call all the time, working weekends, not making enough, feeling underappreciated, definitely being underpaid. So that's how I fell into it pretty much. (laughs)
0: Mm. How long did you say no to? How long was it?
1: It was about six or seven months. I watched on the sidelines for about six months before I was ready to rock. So, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, what do you mean by watching on the sidelines?
1: So, I was just watching. Like, I was just watching, you know, what everyone in the team was doing, how they were doing it. I think, actually, I just, I kind of wanted to prove um, to someone that it wouldn't work. Or, like, you know, I was waiting, I was waiting for the reason to say like a firm no, but watching on the sidelines, I think I just saw what it could be. And I saw some amazing people create some pretty awesome success and some really amazing people that inspired me that I looked up to helping so many people and that inspired me. So I'm glad I watched for six months because I finally said yes.
0: (laughs) So uh, how did your upline or your sponsor follow up with you?
1: Through Facebook, actually. He added me on Facebook. So we'll add this money seminar. And he said, Hey, like, what's your Facebook? And just, he kept a really good relationship with me, just kept checking in. He invited me to an event that was happening on the Gold Coast. And yeah, I went along and I trusted him because he was a really friendly guy, like, always super nice. And I loved his family and I just, I really trusted them. So, yeah, I think it was just constant checking in that made me decide to say yes eventually.
0: <laughs> so once you got started, how did it go?
1: Look, I, I was all guns blazing. As soon as I said yes, like I had my first 20 customers ready to go. Um, and I think that when I say yes to something, I, I'm going to do it like as best as I can. So as soon as I, I started, I just gave this a hundred percent. And I think there was enough pain around what I was doing for work. I I really didn't want to be there. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and just like just this feeling of like, I don't want to go in today. I was all guns blazing. (laughs) You couldn't stop me.
0: Why do you think some distributors struggle while you had a pretty quick success right off the bat?
1: Well, I mean, I didn't, it's not, I did not not struggle, I have to admit. Like I, there was a lot of fear that came up for me and I think a lot of people have that initial fear of like, can this be for me and will I be great at it? And, you know, there's a stigma around the industry as well. So as a newbie, you have to like battle that. But I think it's a belief thing, really. You have to really work on your your belief and that, that muscle that helps you really believe like that you can do this belief in your company belief in the product that you have. I think that's really important. I think that's why a lot of people struggle because you've got to flex that belief muscle.
0: In terms of the beliefs, I think the one that a lot of uh, most distributors struggle the most is belief in themselves. How do you, um, I mean, you went from a nurse to be able to do this. How did you get the belief that you could do it?
1: I just really, I just really went to town on my my personal development, my company belief. I, I knew I had to research the company to make sure that it aligned with me and that I, you know, I could see what this could be. I think as well in the product, um, it's so important to research your product and know what it's about, and just um, and building that belief in yourself. Like uh, again, I think it's so important to grow yourself. I think your business grows at the rate that you grow so just yeah putting that time aside and really treating that as a high-paying activity mm. I, I took it really seriously
0: what was um a turning point for you like I was it a light bulb moment like once you you got you, like a moment then your business really start ticking off
1: <laughs> oh my gosh so I I was in the closet about what I was doing for so long. Like I I really was so afraid to tell people what I was up to. So I kept it a big secret. A lot of my friends, a lot of my family, they had no idea that I was involved in this industry. I did a really good job of hiding that. (laughs) So I remember um, I felt stuck. Like I felt I wasn't moving. I felt like I was just getting the same results every month. But this was probably about, you know, five, six months into my business. And um, it wasn't until I had a phone call with my upline and I was like, this sucks. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> why isn't this working for me? I'm so grateful for him because he said, you've got to talk to people. Like, you know, stop. Like, what are you hiding? Um, and it was at the same time that one of my girlfriends joined the exact same company but with a different team. Mm. And the reason was why was because, she had no idea that I was even doing <laughs> this business. She had no idea. So that was my aha moment when I, I thought I was like to my friend, "Oh my gosh, like what are you doing? Don't you know I'm in the same company?" And she just said, "I had no idea. Like you've never said anything, you've never posted anything online." And that was my big aha moment. And so it was that was the push I needed, and I started to be really proud and started to speak up about my passion and what I was doing and why. And I'll never forget my paycheck the month after. And my husband was like, holy moly, like, what have you done different? Your paycheck is so much bigger this month. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just networked. That's mm. <laughs> like why it's called network marketing, right? You network. So that was my big aha moment. I realized conversations really did go a long way.
0: I'm sure that was a painful moment for you when you found that your girlfriend, you're, you're yes. busy building the business and there's and people interested out there, wanting to be a customer, want to join, but you just never told them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty painful. Um, I was really upset. I was. I was, you know, initially I thought, like, why, what's wrong with me? Um, like, is it something to do with me or like, why? Like, you know, I'm so passionate about this, but I, it was a really, out, a reality slap. It made me realize like, you know, I really do need to share what I'm doing because there are people out there that are looking for something like this. So it was painful, but it was good. I'm grateful for that, that moment.
0: Have you ever doubt, had doubts that you couldn't do it? Like, uh, like, Oh, like, uh, I'm just a nurse. Where did you really get the belief from? Like you said, you talk a lot, worked a lot of self-development. How did you, when did you start seeing yourself being a leader?
1: I think um, like my most recent, my most recent goal that I ticked off a hundred club, like that even, you know, six months ago, there was a big part of me that thought I couldn't do it. And um, like truthfully and honestly, I was stuck at the same level for eight months because I felt like I could not, Push past, and I think the most important thing for me in the last eight months and busting through to a hundred club, really was all about like doing this business a smart way. I think for me, like I had this misconception that you had to work harder to be more successful, and I actually recently wrote a blog on this because I. I realized, like, the last eight months I was, like, slugging it, you know. I was, like, trying to hustle and grind and I was putting in these ridiculous hours because I thought if I work harder, I'll get it. Um, so, yeah, for the last eight months I've even had those thoughts, you know, like, I can't do it, I'm not worthy or I'm not a good enough leader. And so for me, like, what, what I love to do is ask around, like, can I have some open um, feedback feedback? you know, not, not like some constructive feedback on what I can improve on, where, where can I do better, how can I be a better leader, how can I serve more. Um, and I think being open to having people say the truth to you is a really awesome characteristic and a really awesome thing to do because when you're open to getting constructive feedback on where you can improve, I think that's the best piece of advice you could ever get.
0: And what was the feedback that people gave you that was like, oh, that that kind of like rattled you, but you grew from there.
1: My mom, oh my God, I love my mom. My mom's on my team. She's one of the leaders on my team and I love her so much. I'll never forget. We were having dinner and I think because I felt so stuck where I was, I was, my frustration was coming out in my leadership. It was coming out even in my team trainings, the way I was communicating with people and God love my mum, like seriously, she sat me down and I remember her saying, like, I really need to talk to you about something, but the way you're communicating and the way that you, you know, you're you're talking to the team and the way that you are, like you sound frustrated, like what's going on? And I think a really big part of me was trying to hide that. And I got so upset. I cried. (laughs) I walked off on my mum. And I'll, you know, at the time I... I felt like I felt really frustrated with where I was at and so that was the feedback and that was the best feedback I got because I realized that yes she was right my frustration was coming out in the way I was communicating I had this you know thought pattern of like must work harder must do more hours must grind must hustle and that just wasn't inspired action it was coming out forced and I felt like I was just blocking off the energy that I should have been attracting. So as soon as I changed my, my demeanor, the, as soon as I changed my communication with my team, it just all fell in the place. It was beautiful.
0: What would you say was your worst moment in network marketing?
1: My worst moment. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I have to say, um, I mean, we all fall over, (laughs) we all make mistakes and we all suck in the beginning. And I think in the beginning I was definitely teachable. I wanted to learn how to do it, but just like the beginning, like learning how to do everything, learning how to talk to people and, you know, even doing like following up and a follow-up call and even starting Team Strong, um, in the beginning I sucked. I was so bad. I think you have to fall to flex that muscle to practice and get better at something and learn. So I think my my worst is definitely a beginning. like I think back to some of my initial conversations and they're so cringe. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, you fall over, you get back up, you practice, you get better, and um, the more you practice something, yeah, the the more refined it gets. So
0: you have to go through those growing pains, right? <laughs> yes. And so Emma mentioned, we're going to go start talking about social media in a bit. But before we do, especially about Instagram, Shani's really good about using Instagram without any doing bots and messages or spending money on advertising. Uh, she grew a big part of her team. But before we do that, just want to recognize uh, this show's ML Nation show ambassador, which is Chantel Weaver out in Liverpool, England. So thanks for being part of M Nation for lifting up the profession, Chantel. Uh, we're going to put a link on your Facebook profile on the show notes page at mlnation.com. And for those of you who want to be a show ambassador, this is how. Share this Facebook live broadcast. We have a great show going on with Shandy Thompson. Share this. And we will randomly select one person who shares. And you could be a show ambassador on the future episode. All right? So, Anyway, so congrats Chantel Weaver and get back to the show here. Shani, we have Chantel Weaver for show ambassador with Shani here. Uh, First, first, I have a question. Shani Peach, that's your Facebook profile. How did you come up with that name, Peach? And and, your name is Thompson. And then your Skype is Shani Caruso. So what what are these names? Explain that (laughs) for a second. Okay, well,
1: my married name is Thompson. My maiden name is Caruso. But um, there's like a big running joke like in Spanish carosto is like the the nut of something so like a peach nut um so there's a running joke that like a carosto is a peach nut so that's where peach came from and also i love that song peaches and cream by 112 i don't know if anyone knows that
0: song i remember <laughs> that song
1: yeah it's such a good song um so yeah that's where it comes
0: from awesome so let's talk about you know uh, this transitions to uh, branding itself stuff right uh let's talk about instagram you built most of your team all using social media right? Yeah. Uh, talk about Instagram. What should you be doing? Instagram? What a couple of, I'll say three to five things that if you want to build on Instagram that you should be doing?
1: Look, I, it's so funny because this happened to me today of all days, but I think the same goes for Facebook and Instagram. You really need to create community. Like that's what it's all about. You, you look at Mark Zuckerberg's mission statement and his mission statement is all about bringing the world closer together. And his mission with social media, it's not just to connect individuals and it's not just to connect friends. It's to bring people together and build a community. So all types of social media platforms, like you really, I feel like you really need to put effort into bringing your community together. You know, value is awesome. Sharing knowledge is amazing. Connection is great inspiration makes you feel warm and fuzzy but when you create a community that's sticky that's everything like that's it's unbreakable so spending time community managing like connecting back with the people who are liking and commenting on your posts you know dming people when they follow you and saying thanks so much for the follow follow them back like interact with people that's what it's you know that's what it's there to do but the thing that is you know i think that and I hate to say this, but I think the thing that is really making this profession look bad, and and my mission is to, you know, be a part of the movement that stops this from happening, is when people just like copy, paste, direct reach out. And it's happening a lot on social media now. I mean, social media is quickly becoming an amazing platform to grow your network marketing business. And but the thing that's happening that really makes me sad is when you get those messages, you know that I've never seen you before, I've never heard from you, mm. you've not ever liked my photo, I, you don't even follow me, and you just sent me, you know, an opportunity message, and uh, I don't even know you, I don't even know who you are. So it happened today of all days. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to talk about tonight so I think that needs to stop. I think, you know, using social media to create relationships with people is so important. Um, you know, get to know people, ask questions, become friends first, build a relationship, build trust, build rapport. And, you know, if and when that conversation goes down the road and the door opens where you have the opportunity to offer your product or offer your business, then, then yes, go for it. Like, share something that you can share but i think like there's there's just a lot of people out there right now copy pasting sending and it it's yeah it's really it's ruining the reputation of this industry i think personally
0: how do you find content or ideas of what to post
1: i okay so i i love posting about my top values in life you know i I've, i know what i love i know what i'm passionate about I know um, like, you know, my values is, it revolves around the beach, adventure, family and friends, inspiring people, empowering people, staying in a positive and beautiful state, um, health. Like those are the things that I love. So when I post about things that I value and align with my mission, like I, I don't have to even think about content. It just comes out. It just flows out of me naturally. I'm not Sitting there forcing myself to try and post something to and hopefully, you know, it looks good on my palette. Like it just comes out. It just comes out nicely and it's not forced, and the words just flow. So I think posting about what you love and what you're passionate about, what your mission is, what your vision is, and, and even sharing those things, like you'll just attract the most amazing people to your profile. You you'll naturally meet people online that. Vibe your vibe, you
0: know. Hmm. How many hashtags do you normally use when you post?
1: I okay, so my sister, she's a social media strategist and she's always like, you know, use use 15, like don't use more than that, but <laughs> huh? listen to her. I sometimes do like 20 or 30 hashtags, but I always do hashtag. It's a great way to to um yeah, for your post to have more exposure. So yeah, between 15 and 30, I think 30 is the maximum you can hashtag these yeah. days anyway.
0: And that thing thing is constantly changing as well, too. Like, uh, I've heard even uh, 8 is better now, 10 is better, but 30 is not that good, you know? It's constantly changing. I think, but instead of worrying about, I think a lot of people worry about, oh, how many hashtags, what are the right hashtags? Just focus on providing value, building trust, right? And Mm -hmm. it goes back to, if you don't have anything good to post, then you have to, uh, your values. I think that's, what you shared was very important. Like, if you're afraid to post what you really feel, because, people are not going to like that. Then you got to work on your character and that comes from your personal development.
1: Yeah. And there are going to be some people who don't like that. And that's cool. Like it's just, everyone's allowed to have their own values. And if someone's values don't align with yours, that's, that's fine. There are people out there that will totally resonate with what you're posting about. So post, just be authentic. I think, that's the most important thing to do. Don't copy your upline or don't copy sidelines. Just do what you want to do. Like if, if you followed yourself, would you be inspired? I think that's the best question you can ask yourself.
0: Yeah. Really good. Um, so you're shifting, let's shift topics a little bit. You're on a 12 months honeymoon. How many months in are you right now? (laughs)
1: <laughs> We're in month four, and it feels like it's been three years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. And uh, what's this? So where, where have you gone so far?
1: Oh, my gosh. We, well, we went to Bali. Obviously, we got married there, and we had a, um, a business mastery retreat. Then we flew to London. We bought a car there, and then we've just been driving all around Europe. We went through France. We went to Switzerland, Italy. We drove down the coastline of Croatia and Albania. Then we flew over to Greece for a little bit, then ducked back to Italy, and um, and then we caught the ferry over to Spain and then drove straight through to France. We're in Hossego at the moment, which is this beautiful little beach town in the south of France, like near the border of Spain, and it is amazing. And that's where we are right now. We're here for a month before we jet off again.
0: <laughs> so when do you actually go back to Australia?
1: Um, May next year. May next year, we've got our company conference the month after. And I don't know what we're going to do after that. I think we're going to come back to Europe and do summer again. And then it's probably going to be time to go home and make a family <laughs> after
0: that. <laughs> so, wh- when are you going to, uh, how are you going to get the car back to Australia? You're just going to leave in Europe and then you come back? Or you That's just going something- to. Uh,
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> you don't know. You're not, you're not even thinking that far ahead. Well, if yeah. you leave in Europe, you got to come back to Europe next year.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's like a future shiny problem. I think, well, it's a it's a car from the UK. So we have to take it back to London and sell it there. So if anyone wants an Audi A6, <laughs> please get in touch with me. We need to sell it. <laughs>
0: hey, so how do you build your business during the whole time? What do you do? Like during the 12 months honeymoon, you know, I mean, how much time do you spend your business? Because you, you know, you're building social media flexibility. What's your daily routine like?
1: Look, it was so hard in the first two months. I don't want to lie. Whoever said the nomadic lifestyle is amazing lied. <laughs> it was so hard, but I'm used to it now. And we've gotten, you know, accustomed. We've got a really good routine. I just treat my business like I I did at home. I mean, I I have my set hours. I'm really I've got my boundaries. So I, you know, I have my breaks throughout the middle of the day. I'm on the beach right now. We live on the beach and. I want to enjoy that sunshine. I want to enjoy like one of my biggest values is the beach. So I want to make sure I'm living aligned to that. But I'm just, yeah, I mean, I wake up in the morning. I do my miracle morning. I don't look at my phone. I don't answer calls or anything like that till nine. And then I'm doing some business building activities in the morning. So I'm building my business first and foremost. And then I'll have a break. And then in the afternoon, I'm just done back-to-back calls with team three-way calls, new team customers. Like, I'm then helping my team build their business and doing some other high-paying activities. And then, yeah, I mean, I don't usually work late at night. Um, I like to be in bed pretty early. <laughs> but um, I've got a lot of team who are moms that you know work late. They they build their business after hours. So. Um, once or twice a week I'm working with them throughout the night and doing three-way calls with them but yeah I just I'm really strict with my boundaries I you know my inbox because I am building online my my inbox on messenger is like you know constantly full yeah. <laughs> constantly there's messages in there and I used to get so overwhelmed with that you know I used to look at my my little notification thing and it would say a hundred plus unread and I just think oh my goodness (laughs) how am I gonna get how am I gonna get through this but what I've done is I've just learned to prioritize what messages I get back to first so my first priority is always going to be my potential team or my potential customers they're first and foremost the first people I get back to after that it's brand new team people who have just joined the business who I'm helping you know reach those couple of promotions and then after that, it's, you know, three-way group chat that I'm in with a team who, you know, have got me in a three-way chat with a potential customer, potential teamy, And and then from there onwards, I'll empty out my inbox as I can. But I'm just – I definitely used to want to be in there all the time, but I don't do that anymore. And my team, no. Like I'm just not available 24-7 to answer messages. <laughs> um, we have a group page on Facebook and – Everyone just ask questions in there, which is awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's really important. I, I just want to um, repeat this, what just said, because I think a lot of distributors, they get caught up doing the non-income producing activities, right? But if you actually heard what Shandy just said, her first priority is potential new customers and reps. So this is new sales, income to grow your customers base or grow your team. Number one. Number two is brand new distributors because they need help. And number three, there's three ways for your team to support them. But she's always not taking her foot off the pedal, She's always looking to grow her business and not get into management mode. Because otherwise, you're right. It could be, you can do 200 messages a day just on management mode and not growing your business. So <laughs> really good stuff. Uh, one more question before we go to the, uh, towards the end of the show is, what? Uh, I love routines. What is your miracle morning routine? Because every champion has routines. What's your miracle morning like?
1: Yeah, I made my own acronym. And you know how like Hal makes his um, yep. savers? Mine's germs. <laughs> Um, And so it's gratitude, it's exercise. R is for reading my mission statement every morning. I read that. Um, M is for meditation. I'll do a a morning meditation every day. And S is scribe. So I'll, I'll journal, I'll, you know, I'll write out how I'm feeling or, you know, I'll scribe out my day, how I want it to look like. I'll, I'll scribe it so much stuff actually. Sometimes that's like my, I'll scribe for like half an hour because it's just really therapeutic for me. So that's my miracle
0: money. Awesome. I love it. Gratitude exercise. Read the mission statement, meditation, and a journal thing. Like scribe. Hey, as we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. And these can be quick. Okay, these are one sentence answers. First one, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? I think, you
1: know. Ariana Huffington said something really cool that has always stuck with me and it's that we have to accept that we will fall over and fail at, at something and sometimes we'll stuff up royally, we'll do a really good job of stuffing it up but if you can understand that failure is not the opposite of success, that it's actually a part of it, then You're on your way. You're on your way up. If you can accept the fact that failure is a part of what you're going to be doing. um, I love that. I think about that every day. It's always stuck with me. What
0: is one habit? I know uh, we talked about a lot already, but what's one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: I think The Miracle Morning. Uh, I love that book by Hal, um, Hal Edward. I think that when you give to yourself every morning before you give to anyone else and fill your cup up, you can you come from a more loving place. Like your heart is open, you're more, um, you're easier to talk to. You're a friendlier person. You've, yeah. When when you're aligned and you've done your thing first thing in the morning, that's so important. Exercising, meditating. If meditating's not your thing, just like watching an inspirational video or something instead. Like whatever it is for you. But I think if you give to yourself first every morning, that I think that's one of my best habits.
0: What's the best advice you ever received?
1: I I once heard Cohen Ray say something so cool. And it was that if if you don't learn to use social media for your business within the next three years, chances are your business won't survive. And I love that. I think it's so true. Uh yeah, that's always stuck with me. And so it's I think, yeah. Building on social media is such a fun way, but such a great way to leverage of the power of networking and connection. Age is good.
0: What's your favorite prospecting tool? So we say uh, you have a qualified prospect, do you send them a link to a video or do you add them to a group a Facebook group and tag them or do you do a webinar? What do you like to use?
1: I really like webinars. Um, I have a 30 minute webinar that just explains everything. Um, and I I send them that information. I think we can get really caught up in word vomiting on people (laughs) if we don't send them something, Um, especially, like, people who are super passionate like myself. Like, I could talk for days about what I do and how it could work for them. So I feel like sending a webinar with the information about what it's about and then having a talk afterwards to answer any questions and fill in the gaps is the best way, and it's how I've been doing it for the last three years.
0: What's your favorite app on your phone?
1: I I love Asana. Do you use Asana? It's we
0: like use the, Asana for task management. Yes, task uh,
1: management. It's, I I like live off Asana. I can't function without it. <laughs>
0: uh, so, so, how do you use Asana to grow the uh, the network marketing? Do you sign stuff to your leaders? How, what do you do?
1: I use it with my personal assistant, but I, it, it also keeps me on task. So, I've got like my monthly reoccurring things that I do within my team. So, like my different recognition that I do every month. Like it reminds me like when to run reports and, you know, do all those admin things that we have in our business. Um, but it also keeps me on task with other things that I've got to do mm. outside of the business. So it's kind of like if Asana went down tomorrow, I would not know what I have to do <laughs> <laughs> Run my life through it. <laughs>
0: Uh, you had mentioned the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Do you have another one or two books that you could recommend to our listeners and viewers?
1: I, um, before this business, I was so socially awkward. I didn't know how to speak. I didn't know what to do with my hands. I didn't know how to interact with people when I first met them. It was you wouldn't think it now, but I, I, I felt like I was really socially awkward. So I came across this book, and actually, it was like a free PDF online i think if you google it you can find it and it's called how to instantly connect with anyone and it's like 96 tips on big success for connection and i love that book it taught me so much about what to do in that instant when you meet someone so you remember their name like little tips and tricks and hacks to have that person remember you and leave a memorable impression so that's that's probably my second favorite book other than the miracle morning
0: Awesome. I got to check that out. I, I think I have I have that book, but I'm not sure. It's uh, like 90-something tips on it. It's yeah, really very, very good. It's old
1: school, but
0: it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So ML Nation, we will, uh, I'll get the exact title and the author or we'll put it in the show notes page. Just go to mlnation.com, click the podcast tab, and you see the show notes page for uh, Shannon's show there. Uh, so here's the last question. You know what's coming. The million-dollar question. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so Shannon, if you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, didn't know your husband, didn't know anyone, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch?
1: I think that this business is built on conversations. You really need to just be having the person, the, you need to be the person having the most amount of conversations to, to really get this thing off the ground running. And so I think I would just go and start meeting people. I'd talk to people. I'd you know go and do... Like I join group activities, sport. I don't know. Like I just like go and go and knit and sew with people at a group. Like I don't know. I just go and find as many groups that actually align with what I love. Go do surfing lessons or snowboarding lessons, depending where I live in the world. I would just go out there and meet people and have as many conversations as I could because I feel like the people in my team who are having the most success are the people who talk to the most amount of people. They're conversationalists. And uh, I think that's what I would do. I'd just go out and talk, talk,
0: talk, talk. So if you're right now in the beach town, small beach town in France, what's the first place you'll go?
1: I'd probably go to a yoga studio because I love yoga. I'd even go down to the beach and talk. People are friendly. People love chatting, especially in a foreign country. People here are like, oh, you're Aussie? Like, what are you doing here? Why Mm -hmm. are you traveling? So it's, you know, it's easy to talk to people, you know, me three years ago, wouldn't have said that I was, I was so shy, <laughs> but today, like, that's what I would do. Um, even Facebook groups as well, like meet, meeting people on Facebook groups or even on Instagram, just searching hashtags that align with things that I love and just talking to people. That's where I go.
0: As we wrap up any last words or advice, and then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, Shani?
1: probably my Instagram at Shani peach it's my travel gram and you can connect with me there you can get access to my blog and my YouTube channel and all of that stuff there but I guess my best piece of advice is just to learn when to rest instead of quit I heard one of my girlfriends say that the other day Lauren and I think it's such a beautiful way to look at this you know when times get tough or you feel like you're not getting anywhere Instead of quitting, just learn to rest. Just learn to take a step back, take a big breath and just remember your why and why you're here and why you said yes to it and then just keep going because this business really can provide so much. Like, I mean, it's full of hopes, it's full of dreams, it's full of leadership, it's full of community, genuine, authentic people, connection, purpose, vision, like this This is a business in a box and it's the business of the 21st century. And I know for a fact in 10 years' time it will be, you know, the main source of income for a lot of people. And so don't give up because this is definitely just the start of this profession. I feel like it's about to up-level and um, we're really raising the standards with this profession. And, yeah, just don't quit whatever you do. Just take a step, have a rest, and then get back to it.
0: Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Shani Thompson. So <laughs> keep up the momentum. and Go to MLNation.com and type in Shani. That's C-H-A-N-I, C-H-A-N-I at the search bar and the show notes, the book that Shani talked about, and also the links to her Instagram will be right there. And you know, to be successful in network marketing and in life, you must help others. So Shani, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We appreciate you and we're grateful for you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Shandy's. It's awesome to have you show. God bless you.
1: Thank you so much, Simon. Pleasure
0: to be here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.